Welcome to episode 36 of the Digital Brand Envy podcast, the tools I use to run my online business. Now, if you are a local business or if you have no aspirations to ever add ebooks or courses or digital products to your business, then this episode probably isn't for you. You might want to take a week off and come back next week. But if you're curious about what it takes to grow and scale a six-figure e-learning business, so again, I'm talking courses, ebooks, virtual workshops, things like that, then this episode should give you a pretty clear picture about what it costs, the tools that it takes, and how they all actually work together. Because that's the thing. A lot of people understand that the e-learning industry is growing at an astronomical rate and that adding digital products could help you scale your business and grow your impact and reach more customers, but they don't really understand the behind the scenes inner workings and what it actually takes to grow this kind of business. So I am going to kind of lift the veil and tell you guys exactly what tools I use, how much they cost, and I hope it's really helpful for you because this is one of the most common questions that I get. You know, how do I actually deliver my courses? How do I get people to sign up? How do I actually take payments? How do I manage recurring payments? All that good stuff I'm going to get into today. And again, if you are just getting started, you probably don't need all of these bells and whistles. So if you're just getting started, I'm going to give you some tips and suggestions to save a little bit of money and maybe not invest in all of these products. But if you are interested in a free trial or a demo of some of these products that I mentioned that I use in my business every day, I did include some links in the show notes. Now, full disclosure, these are affiliate links, so I could get a small commission if you end up signing up and becoming a paying customer, but rest assured, I would never recommend something that I don't use and love. And again, I use these tools every single day, so I know the ins and outs. I've tried all of the tools on the market. I promise you, this is my preferred software stack, and this is what I use to grow my six-figure business every single day. So I hope this is helpful for you. And if you have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email. And just a reminder, you can sign up for the Digital Brand Envy membership waitlist. The doors are currently closed if you're listening to this when the episode is released, but you can get in the waitlist in the link in the show notes. All right, here's what it takes to make my business run. You're listening to the Digital Brand Envy Podcast, where we believe creating an impactful customer journey is the biggest opportunity to grow any business. Sales funnel strategist Michelle Caruana will let you in behind the scenes of the campaigns and launches her team is working on while highlighting what's working and what's not to attract an audience and convert them into customers and raving fans so you can achieve your own envy-worthy brand. All right, let's get into it. The tools that I use to run my business. So the most important tool that I use is the product that I use to actually deliver all of my content, and that is Kajabi. So all of my virtual workshops, all of my bundles, all of my courses, all of that stuff lives in Kajabi. Now, Kajabi is an all-in-one solution. So if you wanted, you could create landing pages in there. You could do all of your email marketing in there. You could host all of your courses. You can create pipelines so that there's, you know, kind of sales funnel going on behind the scenes. Kajabi really is an all-in-one solution. However, once I really started taking my business to the next level and I wanted to increase conversions and I wanted to do a lot of the more fancy things like one-click upsells and things like that, I ended up deciding to go back to ClickFunnels just for my landing pages. Now, I'm going to talk about ClickFunnels next, but 
Again, if you are just getting started, you can absolutely use Kajabi as your all-in-one solution. Now, again, if you're running a six-figure business, you can invest in other tools that specialize in other things. Like another example is I don't use the Kajabi email marketing function because email marketing is so crucial to my business, as you guys all know, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time. So it's extremely important to me to really invest in the best email marketing software out there, which again, I'll share in a minute, but Kajabi is great if you're just getting started. And to me, they are unparalleled in their their ability to deliver a great user experience in terms of actually consuming content. So I chose Kajabi because it gives my students and my members the absolute best and easiest experience when delivering my content, because that's what it's really all about, right? I want everybody who invests in one of my products or courses to be amazed at how easy it is to actually consume the content. So Kajabi has an app so people can learn on their cell phones on the go. It has a desktop a desktop application, of course, so they can log in via browser and watch that way. There are just so many easy ways to consume content on Kajabi. And trust me, I've used Teachable, I've used Thinkific, I've used the course function in ClickFunnels, and there really is no comparison to Kajabi in terms of user experience. It's clean, it's easy to use. I really can't say enough good things about the user experience in Kajabi. So currently I pay $159 a month for my business account. To get started, you could get a plan for as little as $119 a month, and you can get started for free using my free 28-day trial link in the show notes. Now, a lot of you guys may be surprised and think, you know, oh my gosh, that's so expensive for somebody just starting out, but when you really think about it, when you understand that you can build really amazing landing pages and you can take payments and you can you know, actually deliver your content and you can set up funnels and all that good stuff and use their email marketing, it really isn't that expensive. And if you take advantage of the 28-day free trial, you can actually get all of your content uploaded during that 28 days and you won't have to start paying until you actually are ready to launch. So I think that that free trial is amazing in Kajabi. Now, some of the other platforms like Teachable and Thinkific are cheaper. However, I use Thinkific for over two years and it is really not as clean of a user experience. It's very clunky. It's very outdated. I really don't love it from a consumer standpoint. Standpoint. If I see somebody selling a course on Thinkific, I actually will probably not buy it, even if it's something I really want to learn just because I cannot stand the user experience that click or excuse me, that Thinkific delivers. And another downside is once I got into, you know, the six-figure realm of my business and I started having hundreds of members, even thousands of members, Thinkific actually ended up being more expensive than Kajabi, like a lot more. So once my Thinkific plan started being even more expensive than Kajabi, it was really a no-brainer to switch. And I'm so glad I did. I switched about three months ago. My users are happy. My members are happy. And I really couldn't be happier with the transition. Now, again, I will say I don't love their sales pages. I don't love their checkout pages. There is a lot of functionality missing. So Moving on to the next tool that I use, I use ClickFunnels for all of my sales pages, all of my opt-in pages, and all of my checkouts. So 
all of my sales are actually processed through ClickFunnels, not Kajabi. So for a while, I did try to process my sales through Kajabi, and that's actually going to be a future episode, but it pretty much brought my entire sales funnel that was up and running at over, I think it was $15,000 a month by the time I switched from Thinkific to Kajabi. And what I did was I was using ClickFunnels and Thinkific, and I tried to just make the all-in-one switch to Kajabi and not use ClickFunnels anymore. However, that did not work. It pretty much brought my sales to a complete halt because while I do think that you could absolutely create beautiful sales pages and checkout pages in Kajabi, it requires a lot more work. It requires a lot of custom coding, and I just didn't have the time or money to spend on all of that custom work. So what I did was I kind of took a step back and I was like, okay, something's not working. And again, this is going to be a full episode coming up on what broke, how I fixed it, all that good stuff, all the analytics that I did. But to give you the overview is I basically switched my landing pages and my checkout pages and sales pages back to ClickFunnels. So I was really only using Kajabi to actually deliver my content um, for my like actual course library. And my sales went right back up to where they were before I quote unquote broke my sales funnel. So for ClickFunnels, I pay $97 a month and it really is just a lot easier to use than the Kajabi landing pages. There are much more options. Again, for me, the one-click upsell is very, very important. So a good example is I just hosted a free Facebook ads challenge and there was an option to do just a one-click add this free or excuse me, this add this low price $7, uh, it was an ad swipe file to your challenge to kind of accelerate your path to success. And that would have only been possible in ClickFunnels. With Kajabi, it's a lot clunkier, it takes you to like a whole upsell page, it's a whole process. With ClickFunnels, it's very, very easy. And another big thing with ClickFunnels with me is you can actually take payment first and then have the person create an account second. The biggest issue that I have with Kajabi opt-in pages and with Kajabi sales pages and checkout pages is it requires people to either sign into their account or create an account first. And to me, that just creates way too many steps before you actually take payment. It creates way too much friction. And to me, it is a no-brainer to make the sale first, take the payment first, collect the money first, and then worry about all those account logistics after. That is a huge, huge, huge downside in Kajabi. And let me tell you, it's proven by my own data. My bounce rate from my checkout pages, meaning people that visited the checkout pages and actually didn't complete a purchase, went up by over five times when I switched to Kajabi checkout. Because the thing with me is I have so many different courses and workshops and challenges. And a lot of times when somebody is trying to purchase an offer, they're already a member of mine. So they're already in my ecosystem. They already have an account and all that good stuff. So but the fact that they have to find their email and their login information before they can buy a new product is so backwards to me and it creates so much friction. And again, it really decreased the amount of sales that I was able to make. So ClickFunnels has this really bad reputation for some reason because a lot of people think it's salesy and it's unprofessional and it's gaudy, but you can absolutely make beautiful, classy, polished landing pages in ClickFunnels as long as you know what you're doing and as long as you, you know, have some knowledge about how the platform works. Do some people abuse it and make very, you know, sleazy, 
slimy, slimy, sleazy looking sales pages? Yes, absolutely. But that is a very small fraction of the people that use ClickFunnels. I urge you to go visit digitalbrandenvy.com or playcafeacademy.com. In my opinion, those are very well-designed sales pages. They are not sleazy at all. And here's the important part. They work really, really well. They convert extremely well, much better than the exact same looking sales pages in Kajabi. So I still use ClickFunnels for this and I absolutely love it. I'm not going back. I'm not gonna try and fix what's not broken again. So again, I pay $159 a month for Kajabi and $97 a month for ClickFunnels. And I do have a ClickFunnels free trial in the show notes as well if you want to kind of poke around and see what that looks like. All right, now moving on to email marketing. I use ActiveCampaign for email marketing, and to me, that is really the gold standard of email marketing. The automations, the tagging, all of that stuff is really I've tried ConvertKit, I've tried Kajabi email, I've tried MailChimp, I've tried Aweber, I've tried all sorts of stuff. And to me, ActiveCampaign is the combination of the easiest to use and the most robust. So email marketing is the number one thing that my business relies on. So I really need the advanced analytics, I need advanced tagging, I need all of that stuff. So that's why I invested in ActiveCampaign and I really couldn't be any happier with it. And I do have my active campaign link in the show notes as well. If you want to take a peek inside or anything like that, I share all of my email campaigns and automations all the time inside of my digital brand envy membership. Now, if you are listening to this episode, when it gets released, the doors are currently closed. I only open the doors to my digital brand envy membership a couple times a year. So go to digitalbrandenvy.com and learn more about it and get on the wait list if you are interested in that behind the scenes pass at exactly how I make my business run. But active campaign is currently for me based on the number of subscribers I have, which right now is around 10,000 active subscribers is $129 a month. So again, I love active campaign. Doesn't really get any better. If you are a small local business and you really don't need all of those advanced features, you can probably get away with ConvertKit or MailChimp or something like that. But if you are going to rely on email marketing to make your business successful like I do, ActiveCampaign is the best out there. I've tried it all. All right, now some of you might be wondering, okay, so you use ActiveCampaign for email, ClickFunnels for your sales pages, and then you deliver content via Kajabi. How do those tools even work together? Well, they do have native integration. So when somebody purchases something in ClickFunnels, for example, I can technically automatically add them to ActiveCampaign and things like that. But for a lot of different features, I do need a tool to kind of connect all of those dots. And when somebody purchases in spot A, they need to get added into spot B and so on. So I use Zapier for this. Currently for me, it's $20 a month. However, you can get started for free. So you can have up to 100 tasks, they call it, per month in Zapier. And basically Zapier, it just does exactly what I said. So if somebody purchases in ClickFunnels, it knows to go ahead and add them to Kajabi in the right course. It adds them to the right list in ActiveCampaign. It triggers the right tag and it goes to the right automation. It basically connects all of my different dots and makes sure that they all talk to each other and that they're all completely updated. So it's really, really easy to use and it's only $20 a month. And a little tip, you can actually use the native integrations to help avoid using all of these tasks in Zapier. So it's 
free up to 100 tasks. So what a task is basically is every single time someone purchases, I use up a task because it has to get that person from ClickFunnels into Kajabi. So that is one task. So depending on how many sales you're making a month and how many customers you have and all that stuff, you could use this for free or you might have to upgrade. All right, the next tool that I use is Searchy. So Searchy is a more advanced tool, and if you're just getting started, you can definitely get away without using this. But what I use it for is I, it makes all of my video and all of my audio content searchable. So this I really only have available to my Digital Brand Envy members and my Playmaker Society members right now because it is more expensive. It's $90 a month, I think, for up to five hours of content. So every single month in my Digital Brand Envy membership and in my Playmaker Society membership, I do a one-hour Q&A. And my Playmaker Society membership, that's been around for over a year. Now, I just relaunched my Digital Brand Envy membership, so we only have a couple Q&As out there, but that is a huge variety of topics that we talk about in both of those memberships. So something that I found to really help give my users the best experience is for them to be able to search through those Q&A videos for topics. So a great example is for my Playmaker Society program. If somebody wants to know, oh, did somebody ask about balloon arches? They can actually type in, in my Kajabi platform, they can type in balloon arches and it will bring up the exact timestamp of any Q&A session where somebody brought up balloon arches. Or if somebody brought up cleaning procedures, they can type in cleaning and it will bring up the exact timestamp of every single video where I mentioned the word cleaning or when somebody else asked about cleaning. So to me, Sergi is so, so helpful. I'm going to add it to my podcast website soon once I upgrade my plan, but for now, it's a members-only feature. So to give you some examples for Digital Brand Envy, if somebody is looking for help on webinars, they can search webinar and it will bring up every single question that somebody had about webinars and exactly where in the Q&A video that brought up that was brought up because I know a lot of people will sit there and watch the Q&A videos live, but then maybe three, six months from now, they run into an issue and they'll say, oh, you know, I remember, you know, Tara asked about that in a Q&A video, but I can't really remember where it was and I don't want to sit down and try and dig for it. So this search function in my Q&A videos is so helpful for members, especially ones who are new and don't feel like watching 10 hours of Q&A just to get up to speed or for somebody that needs a little refresh and thought that an answer was really, really helpful, but they can't really find it and they don't feel like digging. So Searchy is an absolutely amazing tool for that. It was invented by Stu McLaren's company. So as you guys know, I've done Stu McLaren's tribe program. I am a huge, huge fan. So when he came out with Searchy and recommended it to anybody producing video or audio content, you know that I was one of the first adapters. I was one of the first to get it up on my website and I really could not be happier with it. All right, moving on. I have a Calendly subscription for $10 a month. So if you are just booking consultations or something like that, and you really only need one function. So for example, for a long time, I was using Calendly for free because all I was using it for was podcast interviews. So I just needed a link for people to sign up to book a calendar spot with me to sign up for a 60 minute podcast interview. But once I started doing coaching calls and meetings and collaboration opportunities, and I really needed additional functionality, additional time slots. I needed some to be 30 minutes. I needed some to be 60 minutes. I needed different links. 
I decided to upgrade my booking calendar in Calendly to $10 a month. Now, do I think that Calendly is the gold standard of appointment booking? No. I really like Acuity. I really like the book with a book like a boss software. I think there's a lot better out there, but because I don't rely on these kind of one-on-one meetings very frequently, Calendly is the cheapest, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes. This is not an affiliate link, but it's just an opportunity to kind of learn more about it and check it out. But I use Calendly for my coaching calls, my podcast interviews, and it just lets somebody book a spot on my calendar without having to go back and forth and say, okay, is next Tuesday at noon good for you? Oh, it's not. How's Wednesday at four? It really just allows me to remove myself from that back and forth equation and just say, hey, you want to do an interview on my podcast? Here's the link to my calendar. Book a time. It gives them all the pre-interview stuff they need to know automatically. It gives them the Zoom link automatically. So it really saves me a ton of time. All right, next is Canva. So I spend $13 a month on a pro Canva account. So that is a graphic design software. If you are not a Photoshop user or if you are not experienced in graphic design, I use it to design all of my social media ads, all of my eBooks, all of my PDFs, all of my guides, all of my slide decks. I use Canva probably more frequently than any other tool other than email. I am constantly creating new things in Canva. I love their templates. I love how easy it is to just pull up a slide deck and edit it to my needs and get the slides out into the world. They are so much prettier than anything that you can create using like Keynote or PowerPoint. So I use Canva for all of my graphic design needs. If you have ever seen the digital brand NB logo on my slides or on my social media posts or on my downloads or anything, they were all created using my $13 a month Canva subscription. So if you can't afford to hire out graphic design or if you just need a very user-friendly kind of push button solution to graphic design, I highly recommend Canva. And again, that is just $13 a month for a pro account. You can, of course, use the free account, but I love their stock photos. I love the advanced elements. I love the animated social media posts that you can't use with a free account. So I decided to upgrade to the $13 a month account, and I have never looked back. All right, next is Gmail. So I pay $10 a month to have a custom domain in Gmail. So instead of like digitalbrandenv at gmail.com, it's michelle at digitalbrandenv.com or michelle at thecarawanagroup.com. So to me, if you are a coach or a consultant or a business, it's really important to have that custom domain attached to your email address. It builds authority. It builds trust with your customers. And to me, it is an absolute must if you are a business owner and if you're looking to, you know, gain any sort of credibility with your customers. So that costs $10 a month. All right, next I pay $100 for two professional Zoom accounts. So I use Zoom to record all of my YouTube videos. I use Zoom to record all of my podcasts. I use it for so many things in my business. So I need the pro account. I need it because I need it to have no meeting limit. I need it because I need to record. I need it because I use Zoom to go live inside of my Facebook groups. To me, the $100 Zoom account is so necessary in my business. And that $100 also allows me to do webinars on Zoom. So I can have, um, this is where I host all of my webinars. So I don't use Easy Webinar or Demio or anything like that. I just use Zoom. It is so easy to use. I will never go back. Um, You know, I could be eating my words in a few months if a cool new webinar software comes up, but to me, Zoom is the cheapest, easiest thing to use for all of that stuff, so I have no problem paying $100 a month for it. 
All right, next is Facebook ads. So I spend between all of my businesses between $1,500 and $3,000 a month on Facebook ads. Now that's an average. If I'm doing a big launch, like for example, if I'm relaunching Digital Brand Envy or if I'm doing a big Play Cafe Academy webinar, it could be a little bit more, but that tends to be the average. Now, if you've been paying attention, this is by far the biggest expense in my business. And a lot of people think, you know, that I mainly use Facebook ads to sell my products. And that is absolutely wrong. I would say 95% of my Facebook ads budget goes to building my email list. So I'm offering a free opt-in or a free PDF or any sort of lead magnet that gets people to opt into my email list. So I'm providing them free value in exchange for their email address. I really only sell my products and courses and things like that via email. Now, I do do some retargeting Facebook ads, so I will retarget people on my email list. I will retarget people who have visited my website with opportunities to actually buy, but I usually never run those ads to a cold audience, meaning someone who has never been to my website or someone who's never you know, watched one of my videos or someone that's not on my email list, because to me, that is not an effective way to spend money when you are an online business owner, especially selling these educational type products. So I would say, again, 95% of that budget goes to list building ads. That is how much I believe in email marketing. And that's another reason why I think investing in active campaign was so important to me because if I'm going to spend $3,000 a month building my email list, they, the emails better get delivered. They better look amazing. They better have advanced reporting so that I can tell if I need to tweak anything. They better have tons of options in terms of tagging and automations and things like that. Because even though email marketing is so important to me, I automate 90% of my emails. So when somebody opts into something, I have about six months worth of emails already set up into active campaign that they're going to get automatically delivered to them over the course of six months. Now, I do send one weekly email to both my Digital Brand Envy list and my Play Cafe Academy list, sharing either my podcast or my YouTube video that I put out that week, but that's only one email a week. Everything else is completely automated, so that's another reason that I really thought that investing in an advanced email marketing tool was important because I spend so much money building my email list. I really need it to work for me. All right, the next thing that I spend money on are contractors. So on average, between my virtual assistant and the person that edits my YouTube videos, I spend about $200 a month on contractors. So again, my virtual assistant really does little things like Pinterest strategy, scheduling social posts, things like that. And then I do have somebody edit my YouTube videos. So I record using Zoom, I put it into Google Drive, and he puts the thumbnail together, he puts all of the different pieces together, he does B-roll, he inserts the images where I need it. That's one of the reasons that I'm able to put out a new YouTube video, a new blog, and a new podcast every single week is because I outsource my YouTube editing, my podcast editing, and all of those little things that really are just so time consuming and it is not in my genius zone to do those tasks. Could I probably figure out how to edit my own videos and podcasts? Sure. But will I spend way too much time doing it and not enough time serving my members and creating new content and things like that? Yes. 
It is not a good use of my time to do those little things. It's much better for me to outsource them to someone that can do it a lot faster, to someone that can do it a lot better than I could. And it frees up my time, again, to really serve my members and all of my core students and create new content, create new revenue streams, you know, those money-making tasks. Creating YouTube videos is a money-making task for me because YouTube and podcasting are huge sources of leads in my business, but editing them and getting them up and running, no, not something that I need to be doing, not something that you need to be doing as a business owner. So between those couple tasks, I spend about $200 a month. All right, the next thing that I use are... Um, is Stripe. So Stripe is my payment gateway. So basically how I actually collect payments. So even though my sales pages are in ClickFunnels and even though I deliver content in Kajabi, it's required to do to have a third-party payment gateway actually store that credit card information and charge it. So because I have a membership, because you know I take credit cards, I need Stripe. It's my preferred payment gateway for all e-learning products. It's free to use, but it does charge 2.9% of the sale price plus 30 cents every single transaction. So that is their fee for keeping the account information secure. And it does all of my recurring membership payments and all of that good stuff. It's very, very easy to use. It gives me all of my financial reporting. And it basically is just the way to get the money from my customers into my bank account. So while ClickFunnels is the place where they type in that card information, Stripe is the third party that actually processes and charges that card and then gets that money into my business bank account. And then the last thing that I really spend money on is education and coaching. So I am always investing in new uh, courses and new coaching. As you guys know, I recently invested in Stu McLaren's Tribe course. I've taken Amy Porterfield's courses. I've taken tons of courses. I just took a, an amazing search engine optimization course by my friend Meg at Love at First Search. I'm always looking to advance my skills, even if search engine optimization or you know Pinterest, even if those things are things that I end up offloading to a virtual assistant or somebody else to actually execute. I think it's really important for me to have those skills because not only is it going to prevent me getting taken advantage of by a contractor, so I actually know the tasks that they need to do in order to get my Pinterest strategy up and running so they cannot overcharge me. But just in case something happens and I need to switch to virtual assistants or if they have a medical issue or something happens where I need to kind of quickly step in and take over or teach somebody else to take over, I think it's really important to at least have a good foundation in all of the different ways that I run my business and all of the different tools that I rely on to actually make money. So I'm always investing in coaching, education, all that stuff. I like to budget on average $500 a month for that because I'm really, really serious about up-leveling my success. You guys know from one of my previous podcast episodes, I'll link to it in the show notes, that 2020 was really the year of scale for me. So my business was up and running. I had all of my sales funnels in place, and I am just ready this year to take everything to the next level and really get my information and my messages into more hands so that I can impact more businesses and more lives. So in order to do that, I'm going to need to do some personal development work. I'm going to need to refine my skills and education and coaching, in my opinion, is the best way to do that. All right. So if you guys haven't done the math, it's okay. I have done it for you. So if you did the math, the things that really are required to make my business run. So I'm talking about Kajabi, ClickFunnels, ActiveCampaign, 
uh, Zapier, Searchy, Calendly, Canva, Gmail, Zoom, um, all of that stuff, um, and contractors. So minus fees, minus Facebook ads, minus taxes, because don't forget, you have to pay taxes as, as an entrepreneur. Um, so just you know, getting on a little side tangent, a lot of people think that every time I sell a $497 course, that $497 goes in my pocket. That is absolutely not true. I have to set aside, you know, as an online business, because my profit margins are high, I have to set aside automatically 30% of every single thing I sell into taxes. And I'm going to have to pay those taxes quarterly. So when you're pricing your services, please don't forget about taxes because that is a huge, huge, huge chunk of where your profit is going to go. All right. So when you do the math and you take everything into account, other than Facebook ads, fees, taxes, and that coaching, which is really optional, it costs me $828 to run my business every single month, which if you are a brick and mortar business owner, or if you've ever owned a brick and mortar business or a business with a ton of employees and a ton of overhead, like utilities and rent and all that stuff, $828 is really nothing considering I easily bring in six figures every single year with just my online education products. So that means that I'm making between right now, I think my sales funnels are bringing in between $15,000 and $20,000 a month for just $828 all in minus those additional like ads, fees, taxes, and coaching. So you can get your business up and running with all of these bells and whistles that I use for just $828 a month. So hopefully that didn't scare you. Hopefully it actually delighted you about how cheaply and how inexpensive you can run an online course e-learning business. And again, you don't have to start with all of these tools. You absolutely can if you want to really put your best foot forward to start with. But really, my goal for this episode was just to kind of, again, lift the veil on all of the different things that go on behind the scenes and what it takes to make my business actually run. Because I know a lot of my audience is looking to add courses and digital products and virtual workshops to their business, especially in this you know, post-COVID era. So I hope that gave you a little bit more insight into what my business looks like and how much it costs. And I will go ahead and see you guys next week. Have a great day, guys. <laughs>